Welcome to Rebloom, a podcast that serves women who want to fully discover themselves. The women who are willing to go out on the skinny branch and grow and become all of who they are meant to be. I am your host, Tiffany Haugrud. And as a mom of three with 20 years of experience building businesses globally alongside raising a family, I have a lot to share with you. My biggest source of inspiration for this podcast was a realization I had when I was resisting life changes. Once I surrendered and accepted the changes, these words came to me. It's not a midlife crisis. It's a midlife awakening. On this podcast, you will hear valuable life, leadership, and entrepreneurial lessons that I have learned over the past 24 years being a mother, leader, and entrepreneur. I will also share with you more about my midlife awakening and how you can rebloom and pivot when it's time so that you can live in alignment with your true self. Prepare your heart for self-discovery and self-actualization that will create expansion and growth that will lead you to living your purpose-filled life. Thank you for being here. You can also find me on your favorite social media platforms by searching my name, Tiffany Haugrud. Hi, friends. Welcome to Rebloom. I am your host, Tiffany Haugrud, and I am so happy that you are here. On this podcast today, I have someone very special in my life joining us, Jen. Jen is my mentor. She is my business coach. She is a friend, and she is someone that I value so incredibly much. She is also the founder of a seven-figure business brand and agency called Becoming Iconic. There have been a number of times when Jen has found herself reblooming in her life. And today, I am so grateful that she is going to share one of those times with us. So hi, Jen. How are you? I'm good, Tiffany. This is so exciting. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. I am so incredibly grateful to have you in my life and to be here with all of us today. Thank you. I feel the same way about you, Tiffany. And I want to say thank you um, from all of us for doing this podcast. I want to say thank you for being bold and audacious and courageous and bringing out stories of Rebloom because there's all of us, all of us have walked through some point in our lives, our personal lives, where we have felt like we've had to rebloom. So thank you for doing this for us. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with actually the first question. What does the word rebloom mean to you? Hmm. It's a couple of things that come to mind. It's more of a visual and a feeling than I think it is with words. But I think about second chances. So if you think about reblooming, you know, if you see something bloom, it's the idea mm-hmm. that even if it falls off or it's had its its time, it's expired, mm-hmm. it gets to rebloom again. The beauty gets to come through again. And it's that hope, that idea of hope for more and that there is more. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me then, tell me about a time in your life when you felt like you had to rebloom. When you had to grow, when you had to shed seasons and, you know, turn the page and, and go into the next chapter of your life. I feel like my life has had so many of those, <laughs> so many of those. And I, I know I'm probably not alone in that. There, there's a more recent time. It was a few years ago where I found myself 
in mompreneurship and realizing that things were shifting and adjusting in my life. I no longer was kind of surviving with a toddler on my leg or nursing a baby. I'd passed those years and I was starting to explore a little bit more about myself. I had walked through quite a significant personal journey of divorce and finding the right person and starting my life all over again and having babies all over again. So that was a whole other reblooming moment. But I found that I had settled into all of that. It had all just sort of clicked together. I was feeling really, really good. My life was really, really good. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. anything was wrong. But I did start to see that I had a call to do some more. What could I do with the extra time that I started to find because the kids were getting a little bit older? What else could I do with all the years ahead that I had to, to savor and relish in? And so I, I really started to f- see myself where I wanted to avoid the rebloom. I, I wanted to stay where I was. I wanted to stay in the comfort of that initial bloom. And what was interesting is I had a, a physical manifestation of really holding myself back and wanting to stay in comfort. And I actually um, ended up hemorrhaging. Mm-hmm. And I tell this story because it's a little peculiar. It's mm-hmm. not normal. It's not a, a natural story, what most people would say in, in a reblooming discussion. But what I firmly believe was that my body was telling me to stop avoiding, to start honoring, and start really following through on the things that were on my heart. And the only reason I can feel like that was a physical manifestation is while I was in the hospital having blood transfusions, I feel like it was an earth angel. I don't know who she was. She was a doctor, quote unquote. And she came into my room and she said to me, um, she introduced herself. I don't remember her name. And she said, you know, I don't believe that this has anything to do with your physical. And I said, well, what, what do you mean? She said, I think this is spiritual. I feel like you have been holding yourself back. There's something you're not doing that you needed to do. And this is your body's way of shedding some of the doubts. And I think it's time that you follow through on some of those things that are on your heart. And she walked out. And I never saw her again. Yeah. And what an odd beautiful, Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. An earth angel. Yeah. And it's such an odd thing for a doctor to have said. You know, doctors are very clinical and like, this is why this is happening and we need to do this, Mm -hmm. this, and this. And it was not at all that type of experience. It was quite, quite beautiful and and dramatic Mm -hmm. in certain ways because it was the words that I needed to hear in that moment. Yeah. I, I feel like it was almost like connection and, and truly sisterhood, right? And and just knowing, just she could obviously feel how you were feeling. And so that brings me to the next question, which you have kind of answered, but I'd like to go a little bit more deep with it. So how did you know that it was truly time for you to rebloom and let go and move forward? I asked myself a really significant question and I asked myself, where am I giving my loyalty or who or what am I giving my loyalties to? And I realized a lot of what I was getting my loyalty to were people, things, ideas, opinions, expecting that people would maybe not like the choices I was making. So I was really giving all of my loyalties outside of myself versus giving them to me. And when I asked myself the question and realized I'm not giving loyalties to me, I'm giving loyalties to everything outside of me, that was the moment where I really sort of stood the like anchored in, I suppose. It's it's almost like, yeah. again, that kind of physical picture I have in my mind where I just felt yeah. anchored. And I thought, well, maybe it's time to pass the loyalty over to me. Yeah. What a strong statement, Jen. 
just, and I know that we, you and I have actually talked about that as well, just loyalty to ourselves. Mm -hmm. As women, I think that we are so good at taking care of others and what we always put others before ourselves. But at the end of the day, we have to take care of ourselves first and be loyal to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what were the steps that you took towards reblooming? Well, I think I, it was this actualization, the self-actualization that was required. It's like, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And if I don't do these things that I feel like I would love to do, what is the consequence of that? And again, it's it's interesting. You brought up loyalties. It's even loyalties in terms of motherhood. You know, I, I just given everything to these children who I adore and mm-hmm. I love and so much of everything, the decisions I were, was making, the choices I, were, I was making was for others. And so to turn that and reflect that mirror back to me was very uncomfortable. I mean, this is not an easy thing to rebloom. Even think about it from a nature perspective. That cannot be easy to, to rebloom again. It's uncomfortable. It's full mm-hmm. of doubt. Uh, what if it's not as beautiful? What The what ifs can really hold us back from making gorgeous decisions for ourselves and experiencing these reblooms, these new opportunities to explore. And so for me, it was really deciding that it it was more of a fear of not knowing, of always wondering than it was of giving this a, a shot, giving it a try. And so when I stepped out to do Becoming Iconic, it wasn't necessarily the right choice based on other people and even my children. I mean, I had a a massive, beautiful, gorgeous, abundant life. And so there was a lot of things around this should be good enough. Why would I want more? I should be happy. Like the shoulds were really, really loud. But what ended up really allowing that to dilute and, and tamper down was this big vision I was able to cast for myself again. Like I saw this North Star and this mm-hmm. this idea that what if it gets to be this and life? What if it's never been about having something to be wrong or a relationship to be wrong or something to be bad in order to do something new? What if it gets to be and? I love this and I love this. I'm a mom and I love to be in business. I look after myself and I, you know, have late nights and do fun things. Like it doesn't have to be this big pendulum swing all the time. And that settled my nervous system to realize I'm not making any choices because anything is wrong or bad. I don't have to give up something to add something else to my life. And I realized too, as women, this is just a, a pattern of behavior. We we live this sacrificial life where it's like we have to sever a part of ourselves in order to be exceptional at a thing. To be a great mom, mm-hmm. you need to sever your the the ties to wanting to have a career or grow a business. Like that's the ideal mom. But who said? What if for me, being an ideal mom was being present with my children and also giving them a real life example of audacity and courage and stick to itness and overcoming? And to me, that is what I got called into. And I thought, let's just play. Let's see what we've got. And it's, there's been no looking back. That is so incredibly powerful following your your calling and your tug that you had on your heart. And so tell me, Jen, who was Jen before the rebloom and who is Jen today? Mm-hmm. Before I would have looked for outward validation to approve or grow the confidence in something, I was very committed to other people's perceptions of me. 
And that really mattered. It, it took clout in my, in my life and business. It was really important that people approved of me. And what's interesting is there's, there's no win in that scenario. There's no way of coming out ahead because if you're constantly looking for validation, you're also going to constantly see people who do not approve or do not validate. So when your eyes are set on that, yes, sure, you'll seek it and you will find it, but you'll also find the opposite, the very thing that can sort of cut you down and, and take you out. And so it was all about the outside. Jen, now it's all about the inside. Because what I've realized is by learning to validate myself, love myself, be true to myself, be integral to myself, isn't a takeaway to others. And I think that distinction is really, really important that, you know, to look after ourselves and to care for ourselves and do what's true for us is not a takeaway to anybody else. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. it's a benefit to everybody else. And it's not about everybody else seeing what we see. They're not living this life. They're not casting this vision. They're not even oftentimes in the vision. You know, I'd love them to come along. It would be great. But there was some things that just needed to, to fall away in order for the new to grow. And so now I can say that I have a lot more confidence in who I am. That feels good. That feels mm -hmm. really good even just to say out loud right now as a woman because I was not that for a very long time. And I know that confidence is pure and full of love and compassion and grace and service. And that's something that I, I stand in now. I know that I don't take away from anyone by being all of me. Absolutely. And you hold that very well. I mean, standing in your confidence, but as well, I feel that from you, you know, working alongside with you, connecting with you, you know, all of the time, I, I feel that confidence. I feel that beauty. I feel that you as well share that confidence and want to give that confidence to other people. This isn't just about Jen growing herself. This is also about Jen growing others. And I'm so incredibly, like I said at the very beginning of our podcast today, I am so, so grateful for you. And so what is the next step for you, Jen? When you think of life in the next chapter, what's the next chapter going to look like for you? My prayer right now is more, and it's not more of the things, although I'm asking for more of that too. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with asking for more abundance, more wealth, more experience, more travel, more memories. I mean, this is ultimately what I'm here to collect. I, I know this. Everything I do is for memory building moments. I mean, mm -hmm. I've said this from the time I can remember. And so in asking for more, I also have to realize that I'm asking for more leadership. I'm asking for more obstacle. I'm asking for more overcoming because we cannot be naive and say, I want more, you know, and pray for more, more, please, more, please. It's not just going to be all the good stuff. And so I'm looking at the future of Jen and I know I'm being chiseled into that next version that can hold the more. I'm, I'm certain of that. There are things that are crossing my path that challenge me. There are things that are crossing my path that have me question. And that's normal. That's good. Because again, it's like chiseling that, that, that piece of art, that, that masterpiece of who we get to become. Mm -hmm. It comes in some of those difficult times. And I have to be able to hold those things to hold the abundance that I believe is my birthright, your birthright, everybody's mm -hmm. birthright. And so that's, that's really, it's the openness to that, the openness to the the adventure of that. 
Yeah. We all deserve more and we have one life to live and it's our personal responsibility to live it well. So thank you, Jen, so incredibly much for being on my first guest episode today. (laughs) Jen, where can people learn and hear more from you? Well, thank you for that. That's very generous. I love podcasting, as you know, hence why, you know, we're doing this together, but it's something I really advocate for. And the Becoming Iconic podcast has been a fan favorite for a very long time. So I'm very grateful. That's a great way to get to know me as a person and understand my values, my character, the things I stand for. I also have a free magazine that is available and it is absolutely stunning. I'm very, very proud of my magazine. It's Think of it like Forbes meets Vogue. And that's linked at the Instagram, so Becoming Iconic, or you can go to the website becomingiconic.co.co. And everything is there on the website as well. So if people want to kind of peek through and creep through and see what's, what's there, that would be a great place to start. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and and creating the time to be with us today. Thank you to everyone that joined us as well. And I am looking forward to sharing the next podcast with you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so that other women can hear about this podcast, Rebloom, that would mean so much to me. You can also find me on your favorite social media platforms by searching my name, Tiffany Howgrew. Now friends, fully enjoy the rest of your day.